1: McDowell Specialty Repair, Susie Boyle Mortgage Team and Castle & Cook Mortgage LLC, and Summer's Funeral Home. Every life leaves a legacy. And now, here's your host for Game Plan for Life, Skip Hall.
0: Welcome to Game Plan for Life. This is your host, Skip Hall. Well, today I'm delighted to have the co-author of my book, Coach em Up, in studio. Her name is Heather Getter. And Heather, first of all, welcome to the Thank show. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Coach.
0: Well, listen, it's been a delight, a pleasure to work with you. Uh, we spend a lot of time uh, talking and, and going over pictures and all the stuff it takes to put a book together. and. At the outset, I just want to say what a wonderful job you did. I think you're a real wordsmith. You make, you make words happy. You make them come off the page, and that, that's, that's a talent. Where did that come from?
1: Oh, oh, where did it come from? I, you know, I love to read, and I love good writing. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite is historical fiction and when authors can just bring the story to life right it it make it puts you there yeah and um and i love putting words together like that
0: yeah yeah well it was it was real interesting i would speak into the microphone it would be taped and then heather would take it and put it on paper and make it come alive and there were some other people also involved. Yeah. Uh, Aloha Publishing was our publisher, and Marianna Young, uh, who is the publisher there, uh, did a great job. Her team did a great job, and uh, the book is, is is still moving, so that's a good thing.
1: yep yeah, for we, sure.
0: We've got a uh, uh, we've got a book signing coming up at the River Club on the fifteenth, and. So we're still out there, and uh, if you're interested, if you haven't gotten a copy of the book and you're interested, you can always go to CoachEmUpBook.com, or you can go to Amazon and, and get it there. So, yep. Well, I'm interested to hear your thoughts, uh, Heather, on, on your, hear your story, and uh, so why don't we go through that first?
1: Okay. Um, I was actually raised as a missionary kid. Mm-hmm. And um, my parents did various, mostly training of missionaries. Okay. Um, I got married fairly young. I was 19. Mm -hmm. And within a year of my marriage, my husband and I went to Africa as missionaries ourselves. And we served three years in a Muslim country right above Nigeria. Mm -hmm. It's called Niger. It's uh, French colonized. And after that... Let's see, we had our first son there. And after that, we actually settled in Boise. Okay. My husband got a regular job. Yeah. And I started, um, we had two more kids. I started homeschooling. Mm -hmm. And um, as soon as my youngest son hit uh, first grade, I decided that, you know what? Actually, I think I could teach. Yeah. And I started teaching junior high. I had an opportunity. And I figured out that I absolutely loved it, mm-hmm. and I love junior hires. Wow. A lot of people were shocked by that because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they yes. they think of junior hires as you know more challenging. But yeah. I love their humor. I love the fact <laughs> that you know you can interest them and get them excited. I actually taught I taught writing yeah. in junior high, yeah. and you really junior high is the foundation of good writing.
0: Right, right,
1: and um, and that kind of grew my love of writing. I think is junior high I actually taught for eight years okay and that led to an opportunity to work for Aloha Publishing mm-hmm. and I honestly didn't know that I could or wanted to be a ghostwriter
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is my one of my titles one of yeah. my hats yeah yeah um and when this opportunity came up to be a ghostwriter I was like you know what I walk through open doors go for I it. really feel like um, God gives us talents that aren't pigeonholed. Yeah, and why not? Why, why not? not try? Right. And I figured out that I loved it. I love uh, telling people's impact story. Mm. I love to get into their life and really figure out, you know, who God made them to be. Right. And I don't just write uh, Christian stories. Right. Because you know, God has an impact story Absolutely. in everybody.
0: Absolutely. So Absolutely. So that, yeah. So that's how it all came about. That's how it all
1: came about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Well, what what were your thoughts as we went through the process with the uh, the book coach him up? What what struck you the uh, the most?
1: Definitely how God had a hand on your life. Mm. And how people can be encouraged by that. Yeah. It is such an encouraging story. Yeah. You know, starting off with um, being fatherless in a time when hardly anybody was fatherless Mm. and and god just brought those men into your life that shaped you into who you are and you had a hand in shaping so many others
0: yeah you kind of pass the baton on you know you do uh, you know mentoring is such a much needed thing here in, in 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 this world today and and, of course, there's much more divorces and much more fatherless kids yep. nowadays. And But uh, mentoring is, is, I think, the, you know, one of the, the best things that we can do. We've been mentored, lifted up by others, and we can turn around and do the same for, for those that, that we've been entrusted to or, yeah. or in our circle of influence, so yeah. to speak.
1: Yeah, we're actually—I um, really feel like God wants us to. He's, he requires us to pour out into others what he's poured into us.
0: Right, yeah. right, right. So as you went through the story, as we went through the story and it developed and so on and so forth, uh, I felt it really came together. I thought the whole thing just really fit, came together. And yep. People, everybody that I've talked to that's read the book, I mean, it's it's got five-star ratings uh, for those that have rated I guess. But everybody that read the book really felt like they got you know a great deal out of it mm-hmm. has that been the case with you also
1: oh yeah absolutely yep yeah yeah, yeah. I, I probably ended up just in the process of writing it read through it more than a dozen times oh bit and there was always something new there was mm-hmm. always something even though I it was my words you know from yeah. you yeah yeah there was highlights of it that were really really impactful
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you find it hard to write or does it just kind of come naturally?
1: Yes and no. I really have to get in the mindset, and that's yeah. not super easy. Um, I have to get rid of distractions. Mm-hmm. And I've got three, two kids still at home that are yeah. just hit adulthood. But once I get in and I really get into the story, it flows mm-hmm. and it's very satisfying.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you help make a lot of those. Uh, People in the book come alive. I mean, that's that's one of the great uh, skills I think of a writer. You know, they can just kind of make them come alive and, and uh, feel like you kind of know them.
1: I I actually interviewed right thirty or forty of them right and put their own words in there, and that yeah. was a huge blessing. Yeah. I I really appreciated that. Yeah, not every book has that aspect to it, but to okay. actually have the words of other people,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. it it was great
0: yeah, it was good absolutely yeah. well so are you in the process of doing some more ghostwriting or books I am yeah yep.
1: um, I just finished one that's being published September this month oh really yep and okay. then we're starting a process of doing a second book for him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the first one is his story with business principles scattered throughout mm-hmm. and this next one will be mostly just the business principles for young people starting out
0: Mm-hmm. yep well, that's exciting. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So do you have to go to school to learn these writing skills? I mean, is it?
1: I didn't. How does it work?
0: I didn't. <laughs> it didn't? No. No. It just came. It just came. Naturally. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. like I say, that's that's a blessing. Yeah. Absolutely. So your kids, are they interested in, in writing and reading and all that stuff, too?
1: <laughs> it's really sad they're not. They're
0: not, Yeah. <laughs>
1: They, um, you know, they'll read my book. But my, uh, my, actually, they're both more interested in STEM, the science technology side of the world. Mm-hmm. So my daughter wants to get into the medical field, and my son wants to learn coding.
0: Okay. So yeah, I've got a granddaughter in Spokane that's in the STEM. She actually has led the STEM program up there. And okay. So she's been all about that for sure. Yep. Yeah.
1: Definitely needed.
0: Yeah. So one thing I've always wondered, I mean, there are so many books being written and out there, and um, there must be a lot of readers. There must be. There must be, yeah. because the books are selling and people yeah. are getting them.
1: Yeah. I do know that nowadays there's more listeners than there are, well, there's, there's readers too, but a lot of people listen. Yes. So audiobooks are a huge thing. Yep. Or yep. digital books on phones that you can just pull up wherever you're at.
0: Right. Right. I know my wife always says, readers make leaders. And I think that's, that's there's something to that.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's definitely um, having a heart for learning, mm-hmm. to keep it open, to keep it, you know, continually um, taking in information that can help you.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Well, tell us a bit, uh, the listeners, a bit about Aloha Publishing and what you guys are all about and what all you do.
1: Yeah, so Aloha Publishing, um, we're really about telling people's impact stories. And we don't just ghostwrite, but a lot of the times we find the impact stories from CEOs and business leaders, and they can't write, or they don't have time to write, or, you know, there's just things that hold them back. Mm -hmm. Um, And they come to us, and we, yeah, we tell their story.
0: Put it together. Yep. Absolutely so you're in the process of doing some some new ones coming yep. out yep. always yeah always <laughs> that keeps the keeps things moving for yep. sure and uh, tell us a little bit about your uh about Mariana and her role with the publisher and, and the team tell us about the team
1: so it's definitely a team yeah there's there's no individual we all i like to say we have no ego mm-hmm. because one of us writes and then one of us edits right and you can't You know hold too tightly to what you wrote because if you give it to other people they actually improve it they make it better yeah i found that i use the word that too much and i just you know when i initially write i just flow Mm -hmm. and there's it's rough Mm -hmm. Um, and we send it to an editor and they take out those extra words Mm -hmm. and make it much smoother, and then it goes to another editor. So it's definitely a team, mm-hmm. a team project.
0: Yeah, um, team, teamwork makes the dream work. Right? Yeah,
1: it does. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mariana is our visionary. Yeah, for sure. And she actually has a gift for really understanding a person's impact and really um, developing their personal brand, who they are, what they're for. And just kind of running with it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: she and I make a good team when we listen to new clients and we right. really try to understand their vision. Mm-hmm. We get it down. We put words to it. Yeah, it's definitely it's a it's a really good thing for for companies especially.
0: For sure, for sure. So then let's let's just go through the process. So the starting with when you and I first began, and and then it goes to the editor and then another editor, and then. It, it was on and on and yep. on, so finish finish that process.
1: Well, we can't, so what? Um, what's important to note is that it took us weeks. How many, I think it was 50 or 60 interviews, mm-hmm. and it's not always that long, yeah. but you've lived a full life for sure.
0: Been around the block a few times.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a few times. <laughs> and so um, what happens is we do an interview, usually keep them to about an hour, and then they get sent off we record them they get sent off for transcripts and then i get the transcripts to work with i work with the transcripts i don't i find that it's a lot better to not take the words just as they're said and then translate them into the book they Mm -hmm. actually need to be kind of reprocessed through my brain
0: Mm -hmm.
1: otherwise it's not always smooth to read how people talk yeah We use a lot of ums and, you know, extended sentences Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. So once the book is put together that way through my brain and, you know, chapter by chapter, um, it gets sent to at least one editor, usually two or three comes back to me. I accept the changes or I reject them depending on, you know, what I want because I'm in charge of this book. And then it goes to a final editor. Um, once it's completely cleaned up in the manuscript stage, which is usually in Word, it goes to design, mm-hmm. and we um, we like to make the interior books look good. Yeah, because that's really half of the draw. Right, it's not just wordsmithing; it's also the visuals. Right, and that's a that's a whole process too. We want photos in there. Um, you know, we want it to look good. We want it to feel good. We mm-hmm. want people to not be confused by the layout. And that usually also reflects on the cover.
0: Mm-hmm. The cover. I wanted to get to that next yes. because that's another subject. That's another topic. Yeah, the cover's a big deal, isn't it?
1: It is. It's People a big judge deal. a book by their by its cover,
0: <laughs> even though we tell them not to. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, what goes into the thought process of a cover?
1: It's all about marketing, actually.
0: Yeah.
1: And what story you want to tell with visuals. So we usually um, there's old fonts and new fonts and fonts are a whole science to themselves. And so we try to pick real powerful, strong fonts if we're trying to tell a strong story. Mm-hmm. And we want uh, visuals. We don't like a lot of stock photos. Stock photos kind of are kind of everyday. Yeah. It doesn't make it unique. Right. Um, we really try, try to choose good colors. Blue tends to be a good leadership color. Mm hmm. Yeah, it, there's a whole science to it. Yeah,
0: yeah. And well.
1: it's also about um, what the visuals make you feel when you pick up the book. Mm-hmm. Do you want to open it? Do you are you interested? Right. Does this person come across the way that you want them to?
0: Mm-hmm. And then there's a the process of getting people to endorse the book. That's a whole nother deal. So that tell is us a whole about nother that. Deal.
1: We usually send out the manuscript to um, the list of people from the author that they would like to endorse. And we um, we get it back and edit the endorsements. It's it's kind of a process because not everybody gets back to us right
0: away. Yes, yeah, everybody's <laughs> busy. Yep, for sure.
1: And for usually sure. it's a long endorsement, and we can you know kind of cut it up or take a piece from it, yeah. and you know put it where we need it yeah. on the book in the book.
0: Yeah. Well, I thought the cover turned out really nice, also very attractive, yep. and yeah, it was well well done for sure. Well, some of you out there may have an impact story of our listening audience. So if you do and you want to learn more about uh, how this works, contact Heather at... It's Aloha publishing Dot com, yeah. yeah. Yep. AlohaPublishing.com. And uh, either Heather or Mariana uh, can help you with that. But, you know, we all have a story. And we all have a story that, that could be and should be told because Absolutely. you never know how it's going to impact other people. And uh, so, yeah, that would be the, the thing to do. AlohaPublishing.com. And uh, get a hold of Heather or Mariana, like I say. So um, what else do you do besides your book writing and your kids? Is there any hobbies or things you like to do?
1: Oh, I don't know. That keeps me pretty busy, actually. <laughs>
0: you don't have a lot of extra time. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Nope.
0: So how old are your kids now? Are in what grades
1: actually my youngest just graduated okay so he just turned 18 this last month in august okay and my daughter in the middle she's 19 and a half Mm -hmm. and then my oldest is married Mm -hmm. he got married this last spring he is he'll be 22 in december okay yeah
0: so heather what would you say to somebody that thinks they may have an impact story or a story that would be important to tell what what should they do what's what's the what's the deal?
1: Definitely write it down. Mm-hmm. Even if you can't do like the full manuscript and you know you're not a writer. Yeah. Books are usually set up in 8 to 10 chapters and breaking down your impact story in those 8 to 10 chapters, mm-hmm. just jotting it down really helps flesh out what your stories about, mm-hmm. what's important to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Actually, Mariana wrote a book called um, Writing a Nonfiction Book in 12 Hours. Mm. And she just takes you really simply through the process of, hey, this hour, this one, this hour, this one, and it really is possible to write at least a really solid outline where you know where you're going with the book in 12 hours. Okay, A lot of people are bogged down for years on right writing their story even if they want to write it themselves it takes years and years Oh, for sure and they well, go back and they re-edit it <laughs> but it's really about just doing it
0: yeah but it's so nice to have a team of people that that really know what they're doing and how yes, to it put is. it all together and you know Mariana and i have known each other for a long time and she kept telling me she said you know coach you need to write a, you need to put this down on paper you need to write a book." Well, I was too busy, too busy, too busy, too busy. <laughs> but then the pandemic hit. Oh, yeah. And obviously, I wasn't so busy yep. anymore. So that was a perfect time to, for, to sit down and, and put this all together and write the book. And yeah, so yeah. We've, we've, uh, I've enjoyed knowing Mariana, and I think you guys do a wonderful job. And
1: Thank you. And
0: like I say, I think if anybody out there that's got an impact story or wants to at least explore it, why, well, you know, get a hold of those folks at aloha publishing absolutely yeah yeah so no hobbies or things that you like to do
1: i actually like movies movies Mm -hmm. my husband's in the entertainment industry Mm -hmm. so he records um actors their voices i see and we we both really that's something we like to do together is watch movies
0: yeah yeah well that's that's neat so you've pretty much lived in boise then your whole life I have not actually. Well, I'm sorry, except for your your missionary aspect of it.
1: Yeah, so for the last um over the last 20 or so years, yeah. um we we moved here about 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. My oldest was almost 2. Mm-hmm. And and then about 9 years ago, we actually moved away. And my husband and I took our kids back in to youth with a mission which was the missionary organization i was a part of okay and we lived in hawaii for a few years all
0: right that's right hawaii Mm -hmm. yep i recall that now
1: yep and then we moved to la so my husband could really pursue his career Mm -hmm. in the entertainment industry Mm -hmm. and then the pandemic hit
0: yeah yeah and
1: everything shut down we weren't able to stay in la because nobody could you know pay bills or had a job or anything and Mm -hmm. so we moved back to boise Yeah. and it was a Huge opportunity for us. He mm-hmm. actually works remote now from Boise, and so he's got the best of both worlds. Yeah, he's got his career, but he lives in the beautiful <laughs> Treasure Valley. Treasure Valley. That's
0: that's a that's a big bonus right there. Yep. big bonus. And
1: then I started with Aloha Publishing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't on my radar at all. I thought, you know, I'll teach again, which mm-hmm. I loved, yeah. or yeah. you know, I was doing catering as well. Mm-hmm. And Mariana gave me an opportunity, and it's sky's the limit now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got just a, a few minutes left, Heather. I'd, I'd like to touch a little bit. We've got some time and touch a little bit on the, on the, the missionary life. Yeah. What was the missionary life like for you? Mm.
1: Well, growing up as a child, it was the only thing I knew. Mm-hmm. Definitely the biggest impact on me was God's provision, mm-hmm. I think. We always had places to fly or things, you know, trips that we needed to go on, and we, we lived just on support. Right And God came through every single time. Mm. Yeah. Now, when I was an adult and we went to West Africa, that was challenging. Was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We lived in a country that was 99.7% Muslim.
0: Yeah, that had to be challenging, for challenging. sure. Challenging,
1: yeah. We lived in on uh, the edge of the Sahara Desert. Mm. It was actually a blessing to have a child there because uh, you got connected with the people through children.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And... It's interesting because uh, Niger didn't really see you as an adult until you had a child, no matter how no old kidding. you were. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, we were relying on you know God's grace for everything. Mm-hmm. You break a leg out there, yep. And the only thing you have is prayer and miracles. Yep. Because the doctors were twelve hundred miles away.
0: Yeah, boy, that's yeah, that's amazing. Yep. Amazing stuff. So how how did these people accept that? How did they respond to that?
1: Definitely with some, you know, Niger is interesting. It's, you hear mostly Nigeria in the news, um, especially the northern Nigeria area where the Muslims are very uh, militant mm-hmm. and they're always, you know, look, like the bar, Boko Haram um, stealing girls or boys right. and that kind of stuff. Niger was very chill. Hmm. just as the people there they weren't violent or mm-hmm. anything like that you could actually have a conversation with them about jesus mm-hmm. and they would be like oh yeah you know jesus was actually mentioned in the quran yeah and you'd be like hey you know the new testament it talks about how we're not supposed to believe any other book
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um and they'd be like oh yeah 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 jesus yeah yeah and mm-hmm. be like, "Hey." You want to make a commitment? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, that's
0: fair. Because
1: they would lose their family. Yeah. They would lose their culture. And so that made things really challenging. Yeah. You know, we always hear um, Jesus works best in the Muslim cultures through dreams. Yeah, And I'm always so encouraged when when I hear, you know, Jesus coming to, to Muslims in dreams. Mm because that's really how he touches their hearts. It can't be persuasive words of wisdom. It's gotta be the demonstration of the Mm -hmm. power.
0: Wow, wow. So there weren't a lot of conversions on the spot, obviously. Not
1: a lot, no. 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 But mostly it was uh, making friends, making connections, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. My husband did a lot of sitting under trees, drinking tea with the the locals.
0: Yeah. Well, I hear about a lot of Muslims that do convert to Christianity. But like you say, it, it comes from another source. Uh, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Well, and it
1: comes with a price. They pay a high price.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Well, listen, we've been talking with Heather Getter. Uh, she was my co-author on the book, Coach em Up, which if you haven't gotten a copy, uh, you can get it by going to coachemupbook.com uh, or on Amazon. So, Heather, thank you so much for coming in today, sharing oh, yeah. your story and, and reliving that, the writing of that book. And uh, really appreciate what you do. Yeah. God bless your future efforts.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors.
1: Christian Brothers Automotive. Security Gold and Silver, a reliable source for your bullion investment. Domino, oh yes we did. Diamond Heating and Cooling. Hoffman Auto Body, someone you can trust. The Building Hope Project, A Hand Up, Not a Hand Out, and Zero as Carpet
0: Cleaning. Thank you for listening to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over the Game Plan for Life. Have a great weekend, and remember, no game plan, no victory.